Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Stephanie Megan, you're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. 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 Broke what do you mean? This is my private loft. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's this whole corporate office. This is my, I own the building, you know? <laughs> I love that for you. Goals. And no, it's like inspiring me. Like, I can't, like, just setting everything up here. I was like, damn, I can't wait to have, like, have a studio. Yeah. You know, and just, like, It'll not happen. have to, like, cramp it in the living room. True. You know, Manifesting. like. Manifesting. It'll happen. It'll, it'll happen. happen. It'll just happen. have to keep working hard. Keep buying. Yes. Keep buying the merch. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And the merch is fucking cute. Thank Y'all you. check it out. We had some exclusives at the show. You missed out. I know. I really, I worked so hard on those merch. They ca- it came out so good. Thank you. It came out so good. I love that. Yes. So anyways, let's get into it, bitch, because <clears> we have a lot to catch up All on. Right. Hi, guys. It's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Broco Therapy. And guess what? Your what? favorite is here, HK motherfucking brains. HK brains. So I say that for everyone. Yeah. I say, like, your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I think I truly mean it with you. No. Like, because you're a lot of, because, you know, everyone is someone's favorite. That's how I True. look at it. Everyone is someone's True. favorite. And it's, yeah. you know, people have, like, their own thing. But, like, you're everyone's favorite oh so well no i think you're you hit the nail on the head when you said like everyone has their own favorite you right know? the i love the diversity of guests that you have because we all have something different to offer yeah so, no, and everyone if you is, do like me if i am your favorite i love you everyone is so different i feel like yeah. the favorites really go between like you and rose not both rose is a heavy hitter or the twins She's my but oh, no, you and yeah, Rose. Yeah. But the twins have their own show, so I feel like they're like their own little thing. Yeah, if we're talking about like OG BGT cast, yeah. Rose is my number one competition. Oh, but Jess is there too. I feel oh, like, Jess. But Jess is so fucking. Jess, you know what? Is an underdog <laughs> because or underrated, but not she underdog. For sure, has like her own bracket. She of does like, of like Jess stands as she fucking should. Oh, for sure. Know? She's she like reps like. The Christian girls who are like, yes. or like low key hoes, yes. but they're not gonna say it, but you know they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, respectfully. I, I absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I'm a Jess Stan and a Rose Stan. Exactly. And so, I love that we're like, everyone just like, it's like not even a competitive thing. No, it's not. <laughs> so, but, it but it's just like everyone like brings <laughs> something to the table. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So shout out to my cast. Yeah, shout out to. Like, cast. literally, you guys are the best. Oh, you're the best. Thank you. <laughs> You're like, <"Duh."> <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like my personality is like a very happy in between. Like I'm the mm. middle child You're- in my family. So I'm very middle child when it comes to all of you guys, because you guys mm. have all each have like your really distinct and loud personalities. And I'm just like the middle child. Like I'm just like the, the kind of the balance between everyone. It's so interesting because you know how they have those like archetypes of like, middle child youngest eldest and all mm. that stuff i am an only child <laughs> but i hear i give like 
old eldest energy but then i've also heard that i give like youngest energy so i don't know you give young energy but you give only child energy i give only fans energy <laughs> but no yeah i i <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> i don't know i don't know where i fit but like i also i'm just like what is the only child energy it's just child it, of destiny. <laughs> it's it's just like it's you and that's it. It's just okay. like your world. It's like your world. Me and only me. Yeah, and it's not in like a, a selfish way. I mean, some like only child people could like come off as like selfish because they're so used to it. just. It's just them, yeah. but like you just. Um, but I think that you aren't really selfish in that way. You're more just like I'm. I'm just who the fuck I am, and like yeah. unapologetic. Who is you know. the in the eldest, middle, and youngest? Who is the like the the Beyonce? Huh? Like who's <laughs> who's the the one that's like who's the Beyonce of like the cast? Steals all, all like the time from the parents. Like who's the? I don't know. I think youngest? it depends. I feel like it maybe just de- made the youngest. The middle child's the forgotten child. The, yeah, one thousand percent abandonment issues. It, it probably it it could be, it could go different ways. I feel like uh, the older kid could be like have a lot of attention because they are the first one, and right. like they're kind of like ha- led to have a lot of like um, responsibilities, or it could be the baby because they're the baby and it's like they're cute. I just know? feel at some point the eldest ends up being scorned because they like had all the the firsts yeah and then the parents like and then the baby never gets anything because they're tired by the time it gets to them mm. i don't know i had i was the one that got hit the most oh shit <laughs> where were you where did you fall um I, I i'm in the middle like i have an older brother and a younger brother so i was the middle and the only girl and the only girl and so like shit. me lashing out and being dramatic as a teenager as teenagers are yeah, yeah, yeah. i felt like they I, it felt like it was like m- more intense at that age because like my brothers weren't going through the same thing. So I like yeah. didn't have a lot to relate to. Oh shit. You know? And then so, and I was like very like stubborn and like a brat and like I would, I would fight back. Okay. I would like talk shit back. You were the rebel. Um, I don't even say I was a rebel because I still was like a kind of a good girl at the same time too. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't out there like doing stupid shit, not until like in my twenties. Mm-hmm. But like as a kid, like I felt like I just, I just spoke up more. You I were think. outspoken then. Yeah. Okay. And I think I definitely like. It's always a bad thing. Right. But yeah. they, you know, in a Filipino household. In a traditional <laughs> home. In a traditional <laughs> home. Yeah, yeah. It's not, you know. It's insubordinate. Like, right, exactly. Yes. So like my mom would say shit and I would say shit back and yeah, it's yeah. just like. I think that's just our generation. That's just like our generation shit. Millennials, we didn't take no shit. Yeah, we didn't take no shit. Second generation Pinoys, we didn't take no shit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I was just like stubborn. I never like listened. I just did what I wanted to do, but that was like a lot of ADHD. Okay. Well, look at well, look what that born a beautiful literally platform. has manifested into this. Yes, like that's it is what it is. I love that. So So, yeah. How about you when you were like being the only child and like how was that kind of. Well, it's a mix of things because, yes, while I did have, like, only child upbringing, what was going on in my home was (laughs) traumatic. Oh, yeah. You uh, revealed a lot. I learned a lot about you through, like, that Patreon episode we did. Y'all, the Patreon episode. Get on the Patreon episode because I revealed 
a lot of, of your childhood that I was like, I never knew you went through that. Yeah. And like, I wanted to ask more, but it's just, I don't ever, I don't want to ever cross yeah, the episode line. Two. Episode two. Um, but it's just, uh, <laughs> the next Patreon episode yeah. recording, we'll do The thing, thing is like, I'm, I, I don't mind being an open book because yeah. also if it can help people connect because yes, yeah, so those traumas, they still You've lead been into my shit. adult life, but it's like talking about it does help, you know? And, I rec- being able to recognize and being open to the process of mm-hmm. of processing it um, yeah. helps. So yeah, understanding that there was there were things that were not in my control. Um, but it's it, crazy because like knowing you and just like how you are in your everyday and like who you are as a person, like your heart, your mind, and everything mm-hmm. is like it's like yeah, like it, it. You obviously have like been through shit, but I never in. It's like, I'm surprised with the mm. amount of shit, like, you've been through. Because I feel like it could have gone, like, a different way. And you know what's crazy is that when you're going through it, yeah. at least for me, I was just focused on overcoming the hurdles. I was just yeah. focused on, you know, not being homeless, on not no longer being a victim of abuse. Yeah. And then when those things ended, I'm just, like, relieved. And I'm just like, oh, thank God it's done. Yeah. And it's not until literally years later that I'm just like... I fucking did that. <laughs> I overcame. I lived through a move. I lived through s- several movies, yes, you know, like a yeah. franchise of abuse. And franchise, so, oh no. yeah, like That's I feel fucking great. And it's, it's, uh, and it's not, not always a celebration either because I, you know, some, some parts still can be triggering mm-hmm. and some parts still can be, you know, realizing that I am, unfortunately just on my own and I don't no longer talk to my family. Well, that's for the better, but you know what I mean? Right. Like, right, 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 right. Some parts of it are just like bittersweet. Yeah. But yeah. overall grateful and thankful and proud of my motherfucking self that I, that I got through it, you know? Yeah. But yeah, you, I never, you don't think about that until like much later. Yeah. Um, so shout out to trauma survivors <laughs> because it's, you should never forget to, uh, credit yourself and, um, and be proud of yourself for getting through it. Yeah, and so, here you are now on your yeah. own in this beautiful place. Yes, in the and thank Bay. you for joining me. <laughs> I always, I always love spending time with you. Oh, I love spending time with you. Okay. okay. <laughs> but also, I, you killed it at the live show, bitch. Like I had so much fun. Like, like I keep rewatching <laughs> yours and Jess's like opening dialogue. Oh my God, it was so fucking fun. Shout out to Jess for being such a great on stage partner in crime because we first of all, y'all, I was running two <laughs> hours late to my call time because let me tell you, I definitely underestimated traffic. Yeah. <laughs> um but you got there I, right with the doors <laughs> open. The nick of time. <laughs> I got in there in the nick of time. My friends that came with me, they went straight to the bar. And then I ran up backstage and I was like, I'm so sorry. But like, you were just like happy that I was there. Oh, just like, thank God you're here. Just, yeah. But also like we were, cause we were supposed to do some like interview stuff, whatever, but we were oh, also right. like running behind too. So Bone it was production. also just kind of like, it worked it was, out. It worked out. It, it worked was fine. Out. I was just like, you're here. Yeah. You're safe. Like, and the crowd was great. The venue was fucking nice. Like I love that everything venue, yeah. aligns. Like Aww. that's the best too. When everything aligns and, and the crowd, the energy, the, yeah. the lineup, like everything excuse me, the flow of um, the show was yeah. just so much fun. It was and so, so much more yeah. like <laughs> calm and collected than yeah. like the first LA show. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first 
LA show was just like we need a redo LA we're gonna we, come we back we're gonna, to we're gonna it, do yeah. a redo I think the for the LA show was more of, of a party it was a tester it was, it was a it was a it was a rager yeah <laughs> it was a rager let's be real for those who listened to the episode you yeah. probably didn't finish it because yeah. it was a lot yeah 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 um, we definitely need but to we redo. still had fun and I definitely know the crowd had fun oh <laughs> that's why we're like no more open bar yeah. Like, because right. it was just, uh, well, we first did open bar because we just wanted people to show up. Yeah. You know, and so, and they showed up. They showed and up. And they drank. And they drank. <laughs> and yeah. LA knows how to fucking get down. We get it because I'm fucking, I'm from they LA. They drank the bar. And a lot of them were my friends. So. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, I really blame it on me too because I was like, everyone take a shot with me. This means yeah. a lot. And yeah. it's just, a lot of people don't. I just forget that like, some people don't know how to handle their liquor. Yes. You know, including myself. And, and we so- had a range of like, we had a range of ages and a range of alcoholics. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> myself included. Yeah. Um, All of us. But it was, you know, I think being there, having a front row seat to see like the state, the process of like you putting on show number one and mm-hmm. then to now show number two, it's progressed so well. You know, Aww. and I can't wait to see show number three. New York. New, y- New York. <gasps> I know. I was like waiting to announce it, but the twins were like, we already announced it on their oh, show. And I was they're like, like it's okay. coming. <gasps> well, I'm definitely going to save up. Well, New York. I, yeah, so I'm we, inviting myself to line up. Sorry. Yeah, no, come through. <laughs> um, I'm going to try to budget you in. It just depends. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'll, no, like my I'll goal is to, to budget everyone in, but oh, we'll see. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Just, we'll see. It's one of those things. It's like. That'll be the first time I'm in New York, y'all. I haven't been in New York since I was a kid too, so oh, this shit. is like really like the first time being in New when is, York. When are you? When is when is the? Um, it's probably gonna be around August or September. <sighs> okay, we'll figure it out. We'll talk later. Okay, because we'll even if you later. get a ticket, maybe we could figure out an Airbnb situ- Airbnb situation for all. Oh, like, it's something. We'll figure something out. Okay, cool. Because I definitely want like you guys there. The twins are like, I don't know how we're gonna budget everyone in. I'm like, we're gonna figure it out. We'll I'm figure gonna, it I'm out. Gonna try to. Well, you the way you guys, I have full faith you will because the way you guys pulled it off. And seeing like the behind the scenes of like the structure, so impressed. Thank I, you. I'm thoroughly impressed with how everything. I made that production schedule. Out. Yes, that the production me. schedule Thank is you. beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Like you sent it to me, and I was like, great. And then I, sorry, still just showed up late. But even when I, but <laughs> you still built <laughs> it out so again? well that when Thank I you. showed up late, I was able to just like my entry you knew point where was to, like where we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Y'all know Claritin is literally the most on-brand sponsorship that I could get. There's been so many times that people have commented on an episode and been like, girl, blow your nose a little bit. Like, you sound real stuffy. Are you good? And all I needed was a Claritin to help treat my allergies. Especially right now when it's springtime, the flowers are blooming, pollen is in the air. Best believe I have my Claritin in my pocket. And I love her. I love my Claritin D because she helps me survive through this allergy season. And honestly just helps me survive in general because y'all know I just have allergies all the time. (laughs) So if you guys are suffering with allergies, I would honestly suggest coming from the allergy queen myself to go and get yourself some Claritin D. 
don't make yourself suffer especially during allergy season. So go get yours, boo. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. It's going to happen. It's going to be great. And even now, making it about me, my, in my personal life, what was going on behind the scenes during show one, I didn't even have a car like I Ubered. Oh, yeah, that was a time I when you Uber, were. Yeah, like I was going through. I totaled my car, y'all. Yeah. Like at oh, the, Jessica uh, like, Clark is calling. Fall. Oh. Right <gasps> oh my God, Jess, are we gonna like phone her in? Are we gonna phone her in? Hello. Hi, my love. Hi, what's up? You're on air. Broke out there. We were recording with HK. Hey, Jess. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. No, <laughs> don't be sorry. Special Hi, guest. Hi, baby. We were just talking about how funny you guys were at the live show. Honestly, take us on the road, book us. Like, we can do bar mitzvahs, weddings, <laughs> funerals. Funerals. Quinceañeras. All of it. Quinceañeras, all of it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, love you, bye. Wait, no, wait, why'd oh. you call? <laughs> oh, I was going to ask you, what, you know those flip, those four flip lights that you have? It, like, flips in and out? What? You know you know lights. those lights that you have for your setup? The strip ones or like the more square ones? The square ones and like you can like close them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a what's up? Um, I don't know. Uh, look up like studio lighting on Amazon. I'm sure you'll find it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so funny. I was like, oh my gosh, she's like reading our minds. <laughs> Anyways, where were her we? Are ringing. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, I was you didn't saying, have a car. Yeah, it was like yeah, going through like, a lot. What was going on during show one, I had totaled my car. I was Ubering everywhere. My life was like not in shambles, but in progress. And then it mm-hmm. was at the time when I decided I wanted to move to the Bay. So all these things, I was like incurring debt, but I was like determined. I was like, no, I want to make this happen. Mm-hmm. To like fast forward, September, October, November, April. December, January, February, March, April. So it's like over half a year. Yeah. yeah. And now we're here in, in my beautiful bay. home. 
HK Studios. Like, it's just, I'm glad that, like, things, you know, like, yes, it takes grit and it's not always fun and games. It takes hard work, but, like, things progress and we make it happen. I know. We're happeners. We're 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 happeners. (laughs) We make life happen. (laughs) But so thank you for being part of the journey, honestly. Like, I know that maybe to, like, people that follow and people that, like, enjoy hearing about our lives like they only see small snippets but it's been a motherfucking progress okay for sure but it's progressing yeah <laughs> you, like last time it was just like a transformative time yeah you know and i think that like a lot of us could relate and i feel like yeah. i mean i think i was also kind of going through that too there was just still so much with like that loss it was just a lot yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh There's all like that merch I, all the money about. i made from that merch from that first shoe i had to pay someone else's debt <sighs> Uh, because I was getting sued for that's, it. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's Vincent? right. Yeah. Oh my god. It's it, Michael David. Girl. <laughs> Yo me. Put money. it out there. Yo me about two grand. Pay it. Um, pay it back. Pay it back. Pay it back. But he's never. You will to. be added. <laughs> you will be. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, but moving on from that. Moving on. Growth, and yeah. it's like you know, it's not even about the money. It's just like it's. You know, yeah, it's the principle, and I think it was a lot of like a shift of moving on from like past people that were just like not great, you know. So it, it's transformative. A thousand percent, what you yeah. just said. Also, when you outgrow spaces, you outgrow people, and I think that's mm. that's growth. That's why I'm loving my thirties because my threshold Same. for bullshit is. It's so much better than your 20s. In your 20s, you're like, everyone is my best friend, even though they're like shitty You want people. to let people in. Yeah. Because you think that quantity over quality. Right. And I'm just like, nope. <laughs> there are like distinct qualifiers. Yeah. And limited space. Literally. <laughs> I'm on Bumble BFF and it's mm. like, I'm still trying to like, not sponsored. Um, and I'm like trying to find friends and it's like still, cause I don't have friends out here. Yeah. You know, like, but you, but like you live like an hour away. Yeah. Not like super <laughs> Like accessible. I need someone like local, but right. it's just, even that it's like hard because it like my standards are higher. Yeah. You know, and it's like hard As they to should be though. You know, like you don't want to just connect just to like be social and all of a sudden you get stuck with someone who's like a fucking Sucks. energy vampire or like, right just worse like a horrible person right you know so i get it have standards and have with your friendship qualifiers and like yes meet people but then know that like when you see a red flag it's like okay cool that was fun you don't have to see each other ever again type of thing right so yeah well any other updates because i know that you wanted to talk about a few things oh the tea the tea tea, bitch well so yeah Leading off from the Patreon episode, which I won't get into all those details because you got to subscribe for that. Yeah. But There's only like three people who heard that episode. Right, right. <laughs> Mr. Big, who I won't go into who is that because you got to, again, you got to Again, you got to catch up. Yeah. But um, Mr. Big was a sneaky link from the holidays. And uh, we were like talking here and there because it's long distance. And um, we still would like message each other on on IG mm. and then one day he messaged me and he's like oh I miss you and I was like we don't say that <laughs> yeah oh, but then maybe that means he misses but I was like maybe I don't think it's like any type of feelings that well honestly it's just like a, a conversation sparker yeah and then the same day he kind of like soft launched his <gasps> his 
Bay or whoever he's like talking to. Wait, this is the dude that you 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 finally drafted and said your feelings to him, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, would like the same thing." But yeah, then yeah. I to and it was never serious, right? It was just like a you really like an him. open channel. Well, I mean, I just like the way he fucked. No, stop, stop, <laughs> stop masking. Well, I like the potential too. I yeah. like that there was potential. Um, but to be honest, like you I like, knew that, the like reality s- was I didn't know enough about him. I yeah. I liked the idea because I wanted to get to know more and see like, oh, maybe are we compatible? Like I still don't really know much of his like his interests, his personality yeah. yet. But I was like, oh, I would like to get to know you more. Right. And that's where we had left it. Uh, so when that happened, I... Uh, it was, I was just confused to the point where I was like, I posted on my close friends. I was like, y'all, please tell me I'm not crazy. Like, this man just soft launched his How did, boyfriend. What was the soft launch? So he had been visiting. He came back to Cali for Easter weekend. And he was like, hey, I don't know if you're in SoCal. I know you move, but I'm here for Easter weekend. I was like, oh, okay. So he's hitting me up to, like, link up. And then literally that day, it's been a weird dynamic. Like, when yeah. I would post, I'm friends with a lot of faggots and like I post my friends all the time (laughs) and they're good looking my friends are beautiful yeah and so he never expressed like type of a jealousy but he would always say weird comments of just like oh who's that oh yeah they're beautiful my friends are beautiful but he would say all of you guys (laughs) he would say weird things of just like oh who's that or like oh blah 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 I was like bitch that's literally just like my best friend like it's not you know yeah it's not like that although the record doesn't really, I guess it tracks because I fuck my best friend. Besides that. I love the description. Just digging my, I was hole, like, just digging my motherfucking hole. He talks about his threesome with his best friend. I'm like, oh my God, the way I just exposed digging your... Digging my hole. Not me saying like, oh yeah, it's nothing. And I'm like, wait. You're yeah, like, oh I'm yeah, I slut. did fuck him. I'm yeah, a slut. Right. But anyway, yeah. it, was, it was like when people would ask those type of questions, I would be like, so you, there is something that you're trying to like inquire about, right? Yeah. Um, so that weekend I had posted about, you know, me just being out and I don't, I don't think that was the motivation, but yeah, he posted a pic and it was him in a hammock cause he was just like vacationing. Mm-hmm. And then at first it was like just a pic, you know, people like post their, like their legs yeah. and like their feet. And then the next slide on his story was like, him intertwined with like another guy's legs and then the caption was companion spot has been filled and then he tagged him and I was like oh that's cute like I wasn't even like I didn't feel a type of way I was like I felt congratulatory I was like oh my god that's actually super fucking cute but I'm confused because literally hours ago he just texted you you yeah you slid in the dms and was just like hey come see me and then so like that same day, and I know he saw that I viewed his story, and literally after my confusion when I posted to my close friends, asking my friends, like, yo, can y'all just validate, like, I'm not feeling crazy? After I, minutes after I posted my close friends, asking my friends, what's, what's up? He slid again. He's like, hey, are you coming through? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, bruh, like. I think he tries to get you jealous. Well, I just think he, I just think he's just down to fuck, you know, yeah. like maybe he is pursuing this guy, but is still very much single. Cause you know, like right. when you're in that talking stage, you're not official and you can fuck around. So I'm like, okay, I'm not mad at that too. I've definitely done that as well. Right. Um, and I'm not above it. I would, if he was more accessible. But if it was so serious, I don't think he'd be fucking around. I don't know. That's why I'm like, I know it's not serious because it's clearly the guy is also like me on the West coast and 
if oh, he's yeah, just like another West Coast. Yeah. And if he's just yeah. double dipping, I'm not mad. Right. And it's not that it's also not that serious to where I need to ask, you know. Why don't you? I can if it comes to like sexual health. What if like yeah. one day you just call him? Yeah. And then the have, most like, a recent casual conversation <laughs> like he's one of your friends. The most recent update is that we did chat yesterday on IG because he messaged me after I posted this random story. And we started talking about like, what the fuck were we talking about? Fuck, I can't even remember. But it got to the point where he was like, oh, well, how have you been? And I was like, oh, he, you don't ask me that. Because usually it's just like commentary on my posts. And then he, it was the first time he genuinely asked like, how have you been? I was like, I've been good. How are you? And he actually gave me a full update of like what's going on in his life. I was like, oh, I hope things work out. Like, he's kind of going through a little stuff. And then he's like, yeah, I might be moving in a little bit, but staying on where he's at right now. Mm. Um, and then we were talking about, like, the next time he's coming back to Cali. And so, and then he's like, oh, I miss our cuddles. And I was like, okay, that's nice. <laughs> what if he, like, I can't, at this point, it's, uh, yeah, it is a little bit of my, like, Garden. air to caution, and, and yeah. which is, a habit I'm not mad at, mm. but I was like, okay, that's cute. I'm not going to reciprocate fully. I will respond, but I'm not going to yeah. reciprocate like, oh, miss, miss you too. Like, right, especially when he just kind of soft yeah. launch. Like, I'm just like, down to fuck. Right, right. And so keep it, keep it. Yeah. And I do, I do. Professional, if that's the I get, point. I, I just, I, what my, my tactic at that point is I redirect it to playfulness. And I'll be like, oh, miss that dick, you know. Mm-hmm. You said that? Yeah. <laughs> Which of course is like gonna like yield yeah, it's, it's a just positive be a response anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> like, why are you making <laughs> all this noise <laughs> in the middle of a recording? He's <laughs> shaking the ice, like causing all this destruction. Jeez. <laughs> Put on the mic. I just wanted to. I just wanted to mix my matcha. But let me tell y'all, when I saw (laughs) Steph's glare dart, like what the fuck? Like so loud. So sorry. (laughs) So sorry. Sorry y'all. Sorry (laughs) y'all. Ooh, you should set up this episode. Nope, we'll not be doing that. (laughs) What if I make a clip? That's something you know what I love. what? What were you going to say? I, I, that's also something, even even outside of Patreon, that's why I got super vulnerable, vulnerable yeah. on Patreon, but outside of Patreon, I enjoy making long-form content because only the real motherfuckers are listening to this. Only the real ones that are into real. this. And so that's why I sometimes talk shit about my friends on here. Because <laughs> you know your friends are not going to fucking listen. Aw, I hope your friends too. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe but, not. uh... <laughs> Yeah, that's why I talk so, to my friends on here. <laughs> but definitely, he's not gonna be tuning in. No, no, no. Oh, he's yeah. not really like into. Even in general, he's not really like a podcast. I mean, I don't know. If I even if I wasn't into podcasting and yeah. I was like started dating a guy and they knew that he would. If I was he gonna cyberstalk, yeah, I would he, tune in. And he was like a normal. If I was person, interested, yeah, 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 yeah. One thousand percent, I would yeah, listen. Yeah. So maybe he did. Maybe. <laughs> But I'm also. But not definitely not the Patreon because you keep kind of you gotta. Pay. I'm also I'm also hoeing up around here too. So. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. But that's it. Oh God, HK update. HK loves to play. HK. <laughs> Is that the name of the episode? HK loves to play. 
Okay, let's let's read an email. Okay. We still haven't decided a name for this segment. Oh, we'll, we'll figure it out. Another day. Yeah, another day. <laughs> okay, off, off air. I want something with like tea. Like I want some like something juicy. Juicy? Oh, wait. This, oh, you actually, mean this one literally says tea, story time, not really advice, but do want to tell someone, LOL. Okay. Okay, and she thinks. So therapy. All right, so here goes my story. Saddle up because it's some bullshit after bullshit. Oh. Okay, so it all started with me. Actually, I want you to read this. I don't know why. Okay, I hope they don't mind being judged. No, <laughs> just, kidding. I'm just kidding. This is why we do what we do. Yeah, it's still a to safe judge zone. You guys, I just at like home. I just like cracking jokes. Yeah, <laughs> I, you're my favorite person, and I don't actually say this with everyone to read emails with. <laughs> no, like dead ass. That's your next uh, merch tea. Is you're my favorite person. <laughs> dot dot dot. <laughs> You're my favorite person. Dot dot dot. And then the back would be like, just like everyone. This else. is how she keeps her friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> through validation. Through it validation. Is. Actually, I do like. I mean, that's not how I keep my friends, but yeah. I do do a lot of validation. I yeah. guess in a way. This is random. I don't know. This has nothing to do with the segment, but I just thought of it. What if we hosted a BGT club night? Would y'all come? Wait. Okay. Stop. I was thinking it's, it's, of one day I was like telling the twins, I was like, what if we do like a meet and greet slash mixers just slash party? It's not even we a can show. Just get a fucking table and be like, if you're a ratchet, just show the yeah, fuck like, up. Like, oh yeah, like work with the club or something. Yeah, and buy me a shot. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, if you want to blackout. <laughs> we should just do like, you know how like Kim Kardashian shows up to certain club events? Yeah, you know, like we will like, be do so one. much fun. Oh my god! Or like even if like you're a, a promoter in Los Angeles <laughs> or in the Bay, like yeah, let d- me know. actually yeah, I'm I'd be even willing to go back down to SoCal. Like <laughs> yeah, like we'll literally just open. I'm just, we'll just yeah, we'll just be there. Yeah, and have people c- BGD club. Bitch, get me on the mic. Beep beep beep. Yeah, get me on the mic. Okay, hold on, let me find this. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. Tea, story time, not really advice, but don't do want to tell someone, LOL. All right, so here goes my story. Saddle up, because it's some bullshit after bullshit. Okay, so it all started with me and this dude. We'll go with Aquarius as his name. Aquarius! Aquarius. And we've been hooking up for two years-ish. Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces, Aries. Oh, yes, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer. Oh! Match a pitch. Match a motherfucking like, pitch. I was like, the only, I was like, real Beyonce fans will know, yes. like, what's up, that yeah, song? Yeah, so if you didn't know that song, give me your tickets. <laughs> you should not tickets. You should not be going to Renaissance. You should not go. No. Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, Aquarius, as his name, and we've been fucking for two years-ish, and he's a dad. Ooh. So, I see him every other weekend. Oh. Wait, oh, regular uh, fucking. Regular we've been fucking. Over and he's a dad. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. We're just fucking. It's fine. So anyways, last March, I start getting super close to this girl. We'll call her Gemini. So she a two-faced bitch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we'll find out. Shit, maybe that's why. And so close to where she's my bestie, I get her a job at my job. Oh, yeah, she gonna sleep with him. I got one of my... <laughs> Sorry, not you jump into the damn... <laughs> we'll find out. Well, this is actually crazy because I'm I've I've had a similar situation. So you became besties with this girl. You got her a job at your job, right? Which is you a real one for that? I have to fart. I got one. Of- 
sorry. Wait, this is in a closed space. This is in a closed space. No, you gotta go out. You gotta go out. It's too late. It's fine. It came out. It came out. It's fine. It's out. It's out. Okay, I got her a job at my job. I got one of my friends to help her get a car. Because he works at a car dealership and she's literally sleeping over at my house like three to four times a week. Okay, so let's just digest and process what's happening. The The players are Aquarius, who's your regular degular fuck, who's a dad. He works at a car dealership. Second player is uh, new bestie. I don't know. Oh, last March. So kind of like a year. And Gemini, you kind of like helped her build her life. That's a big deal, but there is a little the touches of like toxicity there when you're trying to like help form somebody and you know, they take a lot, you know, like I can only imagine how much you're feeling because that's a lot of labor. Let's go on. Anyways, so at first she's like all for me and Aquarius trying to be like, nah, y'all ain't just hooking up. Y'all are going to get married and this other bullshit, but just playful, and it's whatever. But after a couple months, let's say he didn't come out on the weekends. Sorry. Little little lack of punctuation. But what I got from that is Aquarius, the bestie, is trying to hype you up. So Gemini's been sleeping over at Aquarius' house three or four times a week. No. Wait. Yeah, sorry, because I'm I'm reading the email too. Um, So I got her a job at my job. I got one of my friends to help her help her get a car because he works at a car dealership and she's literally sleeping over at my house three to four times oh gemini's the bestie i fucked up sorry okay so gemini's sleeping over we need we need a name for the the main girl what's her sign virgo virgo we're gonna call you virgo okay so virgo is the main character and it's also pause such a virgo thing to help her get her life together because aquarius we could be very like loosey-goosey so it is a very typical dynamic to have yeah i think beyonce and kelly Rowland. beyonce's virgo kelly Rowland's aquarius beyonce carried the group that's (laughs) what i'm saying so virgo you carried the group but what what happened here that's true yeah um so yeah it's very beyonce of you yeah anyway so at first she's like okay go yeah Anyway, so at first, she's, like, all for me and Aquarius trying to be, like, nah, y'all ain't just hooking up. Y'all are going to get married and this other bullshit, but just playful, and it's whatever. But after a couple months, let's say he didn't come out on the weekends, she'd be, like, oh, I wonder where he's, who he's with if he went to the bars and he's talking to another girl. And she'd be, like, that's so embarrassing. That's he's disrespectful, you, that he's disrespecting you like that. And so forth. And I explained to her many times, dick is bomb as fuck, but he's not who I want long term. So why would I get mad if he's out with others or talking to others? I'm not going to be the temporary person keeping him from his forever. Okay, you a level-headed bitch. Yeah, she knows that she knows her role. And Gemini just need to shut the fuck up. I'd be like... Girl, take your free housing and everything I gave you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, like, be, be fucking for real. Right. BFFR. Like, you, I'm glad that you recognize that, like, just because someone is speculating when they shouldn't be on your life, when this person should not have anything to say on other and commenting on other people's life, it's good that you recognize that it's yeah. just talk. So, anyways, this 
I also love your vernacular because the way you talk be kind of like the way that I talk to my friends. Anyways, this shit goes on for months of her saying like, you should stop talking to him. You should block him. But we'd be making plans and she'd be like, is Aquarius coming? Is he almost here? You should invite him. Red flag. Mm, that's something she played fucking We, Aquarius. I forgot. We need to order on Amazon some like cute little red flags. So like, oh, yeah. as we're reading stories, we're like. Fucking up. <laughs> fucking it up. Yeah. Uh, so, and to keep it short and simple, I was a dumb bitch, so I skipped past those red flags like it was a high speed chase. Did we not say red flag? Right, yes. right. Um, and that's okay. We don't self deprecate. You were just living your life. We don't always, in the moment, recognize or when we need to stop and see a red flag. Okay, you're fine. Um, Almost a year of all of us hanging out and stuff. And suddenly one day I realized they're having a conversation and I feel like the third wheel. Like, I'm like, mm, weird, but whatever. And then one day she gets too drunk at the bar as I'm going to put my jacket with the DJ. I turn around. Oh, you, you better have it in with the DJ. I turn around and she's throwing ass at him, <gasps> dancing on him, LOL. But I'm like, weird my friends get her off and shit but uh get her get her off and shit because our entire friend group knows about him and me as in he's my little sneaky link and and she he's is too <laughs> and he's <laughs> and he's right away apologizing asking me to uh not to be mad and all this i'm like it's whatever she's drunk and let it go as you should we don't get mad at that yeah. you chilling because you are secure. Uh, so the next day at work, I bring it up to her. I'm like, hey, do you remember that? And she's like, yeah, I do. What about it? Ooh. Sorry, this is, the way, this is the way I read it. Right, I know. <laughs> she, she not, me adding, not me adding drama. <laughs> the attitude. Like, yeah, and what, what about, about it? <laughs> but like, but, but just to say, but yeah, really what about though, it? That is, that, I mean... That's not. It is a particular way. If you, if that's if that's your response, and I was like, yeah, what about instead it? Instead of no, being bitch, like, what yeah, about it? like instead of being like, Ugh. oh yeah, so sorry about that. You yeah. Know? So anyway, yeah, what about it? So she said, yeah, what about? Or maybe it? she's just trying to be nonchalant, like yeah, like what about that? Like no maybe. big deal. I, don't I know. choose I choose violence. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, what about it, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> and I say, uh, well, it was weird. Even Aquarius expected me to be mad and apologize, but it's normal for you. She then turns around and says how I'm a terrible friend to her, how I'm mean, disrespectful, and that she doesn't even like me anymore. I just sit there and I'm like, wow. Side eye. Just kidding. Yeah. I added that too. <laughs> if that's how you feel, then by all means, this friendship is over. Ooh. See, very well, I'm a fan. I'm a fan because right. you're keeping it motherfucking real and you clearly have a threshold for immaturity because that's what she's giving you. Yeah. Like all of a sudden she chose violence because she's insecure. Uh, and she probably notice, doesn't like you because you're more sec secure than her. Right. Notice how her behavior was never addressed. Right. But whatever. She's burnt so many bridges with her friendships to where I introduced her to my friends and of course, they all know her through me. So if it's not me including her in the plans, she's not in them. Right. Because she is what? A side character. Oh. <laughs> Gemini, you're not making it to season two. Right. <laughs> you're getting killed off. She's the so, villain. Yeah. yeah. 
A couple weeks later, she comes back and apologizes, and I'm very much over it, as you should. I'm like, we can be civil and be coworkers, but you are not oh, yeah, my you're friend. So coworkers. She she gets mad because she's saying I've turned everyone against her, and I literally show her the messages where they asked if she's coming, and all I had to say about it is uh, was no, she's no longer my friend. But y'all continue, y'all can continue to hang out with her if y'all would like. Anyways, I've slowly started distancing myself from Aquarius. And uh, can you press the applause button? No, it's gonna. <laughs> Actually, I can't hear it. Never mind. <laughs> that applause. deserves applause. That deserves Editing applause. Editing staff applause. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Slowly started distancing myself from Aquarius and am no longer friends with Gemini. But I haven't told our other friends or even my sister because I feel like such a dumb bitch through and through. And that's my story. Wow. So, no, you are not a dumb bitch. You are a smart bitch. And you are probably the smartest bitch in the room at this point because. Definitely in this room. You (laughs) Let me give you your flowers really quick because there are bouquets that I will be throwing your way. First bouquet is your generosity for allowing this girl so much of your energy and wanting to help her progress and help her build her fucking adult life. I don't even know how old y'all are, but like you are such a generous, kind person and not everybody deserves that. And this bitch, (laughs) Gemini, can kick rocks because she has basically taken everything, so much opportunities. She's an opportunist. She's taken so much from you um and did not respect your boundaries um and also good on you for not sticking by aquarius either because he's a dime a dozen like clearly he'll let any (laughs) any drunk bitch to throw ass on him so yeah you don't need that anyway you you definitely want a man that's gonna have more uh taste (laughs) <laughs> yeah um i mean she, she i feel like her she has a very secure like attachment style like mm. she wasn't anxious she obviously she was trying to see good in someone so she True. was like okay s- some red flags but it's not enough to like you know like yeah. say anything whatever and then when it was finally like enough it was like all right i don't really need to have any of you guys around so i'm gonna like yeah. choose me and continue and just not you know, I feel like everyone should thrive to have this type of like, you know, attachment style because I mean, we should, we should have very secure attachment styles because you're not like anxiously holding on because you're like, well, we've been friends for so long and I got you a job. So I like have to like be your friend or like, you know, and then with Aquarius be like, that dick was so good. I have to hold on to it. We've been there so many times. Those are. So that's another couple of bouquets of flowers I'm throwing away because you have the ability to assess your situation. You're smart enough to be like, no, I'd fucking deserve better. And also you're secure enough to not choose the low road and like start drama and start fights and call yeah. her out at work. Like it could have, you could have chose violence. Yeah. She cho- yeah, yeah she and you could have like perfectly. blown up her, blown up at her at work or blown up at her in front of your friends. You even allowed your friend group to be like, yeah, you can kick it with her. I don't give a fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like you're, such a gracious person. And I know it sounds like I'm just like blowing smoke up your ass, but no, this is literally, if you're not telling yourself this, I want you to understand that you are a great person and, uh, not everybody is, is deserves capable. your time and energy. 
Um, so since they're not saying it, I'll say it. Thank you for being a wonderful person who wants to support and provide and care and uh, allow your friends to be better and they just shit on it. And the last thing is being smart enough to recognize that you're not being appreciated and that's self-respect. You're respecting yourself enough and your security to be like, no, I, I'm no longer needed in this space and people want to be stupid. Cool, you can go ahead and be stupid in that corner. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to move on. Like, bop. Yeah. So applause. applause. Good story. I know. Everyone should should learn something from Homegirl. This is a great like, story. I think this is like a perfect example yes. of like. You touched a lot on like, yeah, like when I you have like a toxic friend, a toxic man, toxic bullshit. And out. people always send an email. So like, I don't know how to handle this situation. And it's like a lot of situations that are so similar to this. And like, if... I mean, I think that, like, just her sending this... She even knew, too. She's like, I'm not looking for advice. Yeah. I just need to spill the tea. Yeah. You know, because she's she knew that she was very secure in the yeah. decisions that she made. And yeah. um, I think so, you, yeah. you passed the final. Yeah. You passed the toxicity final. Yeah, you're fixed girl <laughs> therapy now. Because I would have <laughs> failed. Again, I'm so curious what your age is. Because if, if this was, like, maybe, like, even mid-20s, 25... I would have continuous. I was continuously Ooh. failing the toxicity I would, I final. I would have failed. I, I was constantly re-enrolling in toxicity 101. Oh, 100%. Like. I, I would have, there would have been so many reactions that would have happened, yeah. like especially seeing them dance. I definitely would have made it a whole scene mm. and made it all about me at that point. Yeah. Like, Vic, you know, made yeah. just, it, it, and just yeah, made, ooh, you, I love guys, a bar made you guys fight. the villain. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I love a bar cat fight. Mm. Just throw and drink and, and kicked I would out. have I would have victimized myself <sighs> so badly. Ooh, this was my early twenties. That's a deep toxicity yeah. level right there. <laughs> I would have I would have victimized myself so badly and made y'all look like the fucking villain. You should have said, Woe is me. Yeah, that was that was wow. me in my early twenties. Middle child syndrome. That makes sense though, especially <laughs> that age range. Yeah, yeah, now I don't, I don't have time to like even, right? You know, to entertain it, right? Or even put myself in position to be friends with people like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, next next one is family troubles. So we know this might get deep. Okay, are we ready? Yeah. Hey, Steph, love the pod. I just want to say that you are like a big sister I never had. And always always between relationship advice to family troubles, you truly just just a voice for me. And it feels like, feels like have someone on my side. So thank you. So I've been having family problems as of lately. And it all started with me scratching my dad's truck. I'm 21, by the way. He got so mad at me and he hasn't really spoken to me or talked to me since it happened. And he likes to bring it up. Petty. Anytime, bring it up. Anytime I tend to do something wrong or make a tiny mistake, he told me I had to pay for it getting fixed, which I totally understand, but I'm not allowed to go out at all, go out at all with any of my friends until it's fixed, which I'm 21, by the way, but I live at home. Keep in mind... I'm first generation Mexican American, which is which means as long as I'm in their house, it's their rules. Filipinas too. My mama always said the same thing. It, it's my house, my rules. I pay the motherfucking bills, bitch. It's hard being a growing up a brown girl, right? Yeah, uh, which means as long as I'm in their house, it's their rules, no matter the age. Yep. Like 25. Mm. My parents treat me like a child all the time, and only treat me like an adult when it's beneficial to them. I am the middle child of three girls. 
Okay. So it always feels like I get the brunt of everything. We were just talking about that in the beginning. Um, My older sister got married at the young age of 20. She's 27 now. And my younger sister, sorry, is still in high school. So I'm their experiment child for now on how to deal with kids in their 20s becoming adults. But it feels like I never do anything right. And I go part-time school and part-time to work because I have to pay for so many bills that they won't pay for. Same girl. That was me too. That's why I stayed at home for so long because expensive. But apparently that's not good enough for them. I have to go full-time or go to full-time work. Actually, that's what I did. But anyways, the degree I'm going for apparently isn't good enough for them or anything really. I got I go out once once in a one night a week. They just say I'm a party animal and don't take anything seriously. They always like to throw in my face that they came to this country so I can get a better education, which I totally get, but it's hard for someone who doesn't have family that went through the college process. I am truly the first doing everything in my family since my older sister got married right away out of high school. And because of this, my mental health has taken a seriously down road spiral. And any mistake I made gets thrown back in my face and it feels like it can never grow from it. I also take the brunt of everybody else's mistakes. So I honestly don't know what to do anymore. I don't have any money to move out and I rely on them to help me with my school payments. And anything I say to them goes in one ear and out the other. I'm not really big on confrontation. So I would like some advice for me, honorary big sister. Aww. Love you and the pod. Don't don't know what I would do without you. Also tell HK I love him. And also tell Rose, uh, Rose, she's I love her. And also she's like my big other, big older sister. Oh my god! So I love you too. I got your number, girl. I'm gonna text you. <laughs> Imagine she was. She, oh she my god! Really um, wow. Okay, where to this, where to begin? This story touches my heart because, yeah, growing up as second gen brown American girl, um, it was fucking hard, and my story's not. A, nowhere near the same as yours but there are similarities like we understand having parents that are very hands-on or like overbearing um and it sucks because they tend to do what they do like they'll guilt trip you they'll make you feel bad because they suffered and all that shit and that's like general generational curses we ourselves have to fix we're not they don't know better because their generation isn't talking about mental health. Their generation isn't talking about emotional intelligence at all. So we have all this fucking knowledge and awareness and some people do attempt to try to like get their families onto it, but it's hard fucking work. So I commend you and give you so much credit and I just want you to hang in there because you're doing fucking great, sweetie. And I know probably nobody's telling you that, but I'll fucking tell you that. And I love you and I hope you do well. And you, sorry, I don't hope, I know you will do well. Because even though it feels like it sucks for now, you still have so much great things going for you. Being able to pursue a de- degree is a privilege in this yeah. in this country, in this economy, given your background, you know? And, like, it is hard work, and it's going to be miserable. But once you get there, it's going to be great. And with your family, sometimes it won't even heal until you are later into your adulthood. And that's that's okay, You know, like, it takes time for them to learn on their own learning curve. It takes time for you to accept that sometimes they just won't learn 
the same things that we're aware of and they won't have the same, they may never have the same level of awareness and that's all right. You know, you love them anyway. I didn't love mine, but I don't, you know, keep loving yours if that's what you choose. Um, but whatever you're going through, it's at this point, I think normal for people with this type of background, Oh, 1000%. Um, but it is something you can absolutely overcome. And the rest of your life is going to be so great. You're only 21, little baby, little, little baby. baby sis. And, uh, yeah, always rooting for you. And thank you for the shout out because I love when T- people told you your favorite. <laughs> I love when people tell me they love me. No, yeah. but no, <laughs> Validation, but no, Validation. really like I, I, I love getting to just connect, especially with people like this, like my brown girls. Yeah. So love you so much. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that. Like my huge, like following is like brown women. Like yeah. I'm, a, I'm yeah. all about all women in general, but especially brown women like me. Yeah, I really related a lot to this story just because, um, I honestly I lived in my with my mom up until I was like probably twenty five, twenty six, yeah. and like, and again, I think if I could stay home and save money, I would. Yeah, but I understood that like my relationship with my mom was just so bad. Yes. But it was also like so hard to move out because the economy, it's everything is just so fucking expensive. And, you know, I was um, majoring in like fashion. I was going to fashion school. You don't make money in that shit. I'm like working at the mall, like, you know, and it's, there's nothing wrong with that. It was just, that's just where I was in that time because I, I had a different set of like career goals. Yeah. And so I was really just hoping my parents would, my mom because my dad they're divorced but I lived with my mom but I was really hoping my mom would just at least be like patient with me Mm -hmm. until like I figured it out and it it is like one of those things where it's like okay it is their house and their rules and like I kind of wish I went out sooner you know because because that's just the reality you'll never change it um, unless, you know, you're in school, you, you maybe you got like a plan, get, get like a, you know, a two year plan of like, okay, let me just suck it up until this time and then I'll get out. Um, but if you really just are not just find a way to get out, yeah. honestly, um, I know that's like easier said than done. And, um, especially because honestly, ever since I moved out, my relationship with my mom is so much better. It's so much better because Sometimes you just need space. You just need space. You just need to just not live in the same yeah. fucking roof I'm under the same roof. Space. I'm a knee space. I'm a, I'm I'm a, a knee space. You know, I'm a star space. I'm, <laughs> I'm a knee space. space. Throwback. I'm a knee space. Yeah. So, um, yes. So I think just finding out a way and also just thinking like, okay, this is all of this is temporary. So what is, what is, what are my next moves? I am 21. I'm old enough to move out. I am in school. Should I finish until I'm done with school and suck it up and do what I can or find a way to go out, live on your own and go to school? I I, honestly, every way is possible. Everyone has done a format of that. And like, but you know, in in my case, when I moved out, I, I didn't have the money to even like live in an apartment. Like I lived in a dungeon like yeah. I lived in a basement you know and like it wasn't the most glamorous thing but 
I like glamorized it so much because I was just so happy to not be like under the laws of my mom. <laughs> you know, because it was just yes, it was like a dingy fucking basement, but I was like, I had no rules. Yes. I could do whatever the fuck I want to do. I could create my own set of rules, my own set of boundaries, you know, and like, yeah, sometimes I didn't eat for a couple of days because I had to pay my fucking bills. True. But it was Honestly, it's like it's character development. It's becoming an adult. It's it's a like it, and unfortunately, if you're presented with, you know, some a, a situation like this where you don't have the privilege and the means and you have to figure it out. It's like it you'll learn a lot in the process. It's enriching. Yeah, it's enriching. So everything you said, I a thousand percent agree. And I want to emphasize, like if I were to give myself the same advice at 21 because I'm not I wouldn't want to compare what you're going through to what I was going through at 21 but definitely I hard launched everything so hard launch your life like yeah the cost that I incurred and the debt that I incurred I would take again because Mm -hmm. the cost of my independence and my mental health and my individual development was so much more enriching and necessary and like I grew up fucking fast but to the point where I was just like wow like I looked at my friend group of my young other 21 year old and I was like I'm so much more matured in these other areas because because of it yeah and not to like brag or make myself feel superior to them but I was proud of myself for like oh yeah the I am pushing myself through development right and And you're past that stage yeah, sure, it was at the cost of certain things, but sometimes you do need to cut out toxicity. I had, it was essential for my development and my happiness uh, to cut out my mom. And my, you, well, that's what I learned going forward in my life. I do not want to sacrifice anything else for my health and my happiness. Like, that should be, or those should be like two of your top priorities in life going forward. And it's going to look different for everybody else, but for you right now, like, maybe you are inching to think about like moving out and stuff. I vote yes. If it's plausible, if it's doable in your life right now, um, you know, don't do anything too, too crazy. Don't jump into any super, uh, un like undoable debt. But if you found something that sometimes you have to go through your dungeon years, you know, sometimes you do have do to that like, $500 rent yeah, to go live, live in with seven basement. people. Yeah. Or live yeah. with seven, like seven people in like share one a room, room with someone, yeah. like rent a room somewhere. Yeah. But just like you said, like, it's character development and you do develop, you do learn, but it's, it's so it's enriching in the best ways. Yeah. And I, anyone who is in the stage of their life at any age, I would just, want you to know like hard launch your shit go fucking for it and that's hard to say because i I can't even take that advice sometimes but when it comes to choosing your individual individuality and your independence and your development please prioritize that over appeasing to like your parents or your family or a partner like you you have to live for you at some point like just her describing her household gave me so much anxiety because I just know that feeling of just like oh like you go out once and then your parents (laughs) are just like you're a fucking yeah I went to Walmart yeah no I went to Walmart with my friend at at 10 p.m. which I know that sounds a little shady but there was a super Walmart that was like 24 hours 10 p.m. girl nobody's tripping I mean like as 
I wouldn't be tripping. Like, that's regular shit. Right, regular shit. And, <laughs> and so, I love 24-hour Walmart. That's okay. Thank you. And my friend just hit me up and say, like, hey, do you want to go to Walmart with me? And I was like, sure. I have nothing else to do, you yeah. know? It's just like one of those days you just do things to do yeah, things, even if you're not yeah. doing anything bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I, like, told my mom, I was like, I'm going to Walmart. And she just, like, accused me for being a prostitute because... It's the, it's the go-to because of generational trauma insecurity yeah and and an unawareness of of what we actually do (laughs) but it's also just like the reason i would rather go out at 10 p.m to go to walmart with a friend is because i hated being at home yeah you know so it was like a reason to leave and so i found every type of reason to not be at home and so my mom saw that and was really was just like had to find a reason yeah. and I told her I was like I just laughed in her face because I was like if I was a prostitute I would have so much more money bro come like, on like I would not be right. living here are you kidding me right and so and she's just like ah, you and know I'd be like well, at least abortion's legal bitch right. no I'm just kidding <laughs> my mom would no the Catholics would be up in arms right yeah and so thank God I didn't say that but <laughs> but that's something the, another one another one of those generational curses is that with their closed mindedness it's hard to even tell them mm-hmm. to get on board. And that's why I have full faith that in this millennial generation, we're going to be the, like one of the best group of fucking parents. Oh, 1000%. Because it's just, it's just an open mindset, mm-hmm. open minded, uh, mindedness that allows us to be like, yeah, we've been that age and we know that you're not out here dealing drugs. And if you are, get that fucking bag. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's, just, that's just me. I don't have no kids. I don't have no kids. So I have no responsibilities. But you know what I mean? Like, there's certain ways to be Get supportive. You're like, there's you better certain- fucking share yeah. that bag. Yeah. <laughs> share some with Treat me. Treat me out. But there's yeah, some, me out. Like, there's some me ways. Menu, like- I would be a fantastic father. Let me just put that out there. Okay? I'm not promoting drug dealing, but I'm just saying, like, I, I want to make that a clip. There's a certain way of... <laughs> There's a certain certain way of just connecting with people. And like yeah. also we had prime examples of what not to do. Mm. Like the closed mindedness, the closed offness, the the not wanting to hear us out and just shutting us out. Like, wow, what a more immediate way to distance yourself from your children. 1,000%. You know, and so I think anybody listening to this is just going to fucking relate. Like yeah. we... And they don't necessarily way. blame our parents, but we just recognize as a generation, like, yeah, y'all fucked up or you were fucked up in certain ways. And, and it's not necessarily always your fault, but you know, we, we going to do better. We gonna right, do better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's like, again, I think like just to kind of wrap it up for a home girl who's like with living with her parents, like yeah. it's temporary you yes. are you are allowed to make choices for your life. They're yeah. going to give you shit for it, whatever kind of choice you make. Or it might be excited for you. I don't know. My mom was excited for me to be out of the house. <laughs> oh, shit. Which is different from other brown parents because I feel like other Filipino parents are always like, no, stay here. They and do. You, even if you're married, you're still there because they try yeah. to keep it very close. And I know that like the, the Latino community is like very similar in that sense. Yeah. My mom was the opposite. She was like, she was like, get the fuck out. I'm trying yeah. to be here with my new husband. and not have to deal with with any any of my kids anymore but like you know um 
Which, in hindsight, I used to think it was so fucked up. I wanted parents that wanted me to, like, be around all the time. Mm. But I'm glad that she did give me that push because it really, like, it really helped me to just find my independence. And I think the reason why I'm so independent is is because of my mom and the fact that she shoves me. And she could have done things a little differently. Yeah. But she definitely shoved me into situations where she was like, figure it out. Yeah. You know? And so, you know... Like, don't wait for your family to do that to you. I think, like, if you just just feel it. You know that, like, I don't want to be here. What is my game plan? Yeah. Do I stay until school's over? Can I figure out how to do this now? Can I run a room? Can I go live with someone? Whatever the situation is, like, figure it out. And I think that you, no matter what, you will be happier not having to deal with them as much. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll, you'll realize the like your mental health and like your happiness even if you're living in a fucking dungeon Mm -hmm. i remember having so many friends looking at me in my life thinking like this is sad (laughs) and i'd be like i'm living the like i didn't care i was like i was like my rent is cheap yeah like i got i never thought it was sad I well, never I honestly like, like, both just like judged you like that, but I think it's because I had gone through similar shit. I have a lot of so yeah. I in think your that's dungeon years, I was living with six people. Oh yeah, and so I was just like, like but I just similar. recognized I wasn't necessarily yeah. looking at the circumstances. I was looking at what was going right, which right. was like we were had the freedom to create, mm. had the freedom to like live our lives and like right. be so LA girls and, and like crazy. yeah, like enjoy yeah. enjoy life in our twenties. Yeah. So I just I have friends who are privileged mm. or like. Don't, don't didn't have oh, you to, from Santa Clarita girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I have friends. A lot of my friends didn't have to like at that time. Uh, didn't have to like live in a situation like that because yeah. they they had the privilege of well, one you know went to school to be a nurse or didn't have a bad household or their parents could pay for certain things. Yeah, and all that stuff. So it's like you know, um, for me, I didn't, I didn't have, I had a, a different route of life, and yeah. so. I, I know that some of my friends kind of looked at it as like, they knew that I was happy to be out of my mom's house, but they were like, at the same time, like, this is kind of sad. Yeah. Your Wi-Fi is not really working down here. Right. right. <laughs> you know, so, but I was like, yo, privilege. I could go, yeah. I don't have to stay here and be my wife. I could go out and do whatever the fuck I want. Absolutely. So. Anyways, we're well, cheering for you. you. Bro. Thank you for sharing. We're always rooting for you and I love yeah. you. That was a good one. Triggering, good. but good. And yeah. I it tied in together. It did. It was a good episode. It really did. Anyways, plug yourself. Uh, <laughs> HK Brains. <laughs> Instagram. I love that you always moan before TikTok, you plug yourself. I do. Uh, uh, uh. Can that be my audio clip? Uh. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's that? Whoa. Wait. Whoa, chick the ice, chick the ice. <laughs> okay. Um, Imagine again. I was like, HK Brains. <laughs> <laughs> the ice is melted <laughs> now. I'll be like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and then follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to brokeoutherapy.com. All that shit is there. Love you guys. Love Send you. me more See stories. you in New York. <laughs> yeah, see you in New York. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. bye. Bye. <laughs> Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Attention, fans of fairy tales that are magical, hilarious, and grim. The award-winning Pinna original podcast, Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest, has new episodes out now. While you've probably heard of the Brothers Grimm, you've never heard these tales told in quite this way. 
I'm Adam Gidwitz, best-selling and Newbery Honor author of Books for Children. And in Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest, I share the real, weird, grim fairy tales with real, weird, hilarious kids. In each episode, you not only get to hear a story, but you also get to enjoy this group guessing what'll happen next, cracking jokes, and sharing their own perspectives on the tales. Also, heckling me. They love to heckle me. The episodes are rated on a scale from grim to grimmer to grimmest, so there's always a great variety of tales to explore with your family. You can listen to Grim, Grimmer, Grimmest now wherever you get your podcasts, and be sure to follow the show so you don't miss new episodes. 